Lime Duh. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, baby. Hello. Whoa, whoa. to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect their wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Seems like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. Okay, that's, uh, come on, let's, uh, let's be nicer. Come Who on. gives a shit? Okay, wow, okay, all right. <laughs> I am your host, the host, who is the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Tansky Blackamora, a.k.a. The creatine creatine dream, Papa Oat Milk, baby, a.k.a. the modern day goof and spoof, Haraja, coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, 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 this girl, uh, she's mine, and hop, hop, hum, (coughs) damn, What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, muy, 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 chef's kiss, muy, 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 caliente wrestling reactions. If you smell what the rock is cooking, baby. Ooh. And before we get into all the spicy wrestling action, talk about all this hot week in wrestling. I want to let you know this podcast is grassroots, and you can support us over on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Get access to all of our bonus episodes. We're never asking for handouts. We're giving you the hottest content. You go over there. Uh, this week, every Friday morning, we have our AEW NXT Wednesday Night War episodes. Those come out Friday morning with me and Nick Tula's Supermark. So you can go over to Patreon and get access to those episodes. Uh, we'll also be discussing Wrestle Kingdom 15 this week. Uh, on the bonus episode uh, that we watched. Uh, and also, on January 31st, we'll be having our Cow Zoom Thunderdome, where we hang out with you on Zoom, watch a WWE pay-per-view. Uh, we'll be watching the Royal Rumble together, which will be a great time. So, lots of awesome perks over on Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. Also, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, and follow us on YouTube, as this podcast is also a YouTube program. Uh, the Comedians of Wrestling slash Dan Black Attack YouTube channel. Subscribe and uh, come alive, baby. Someone you idolize. Okay, all right, all right. Tone it down, tone it down. I played a little music. It made me want to just get into, maybe do a little bit of uh, fun uh, 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 talk-ups coming at you, everybody. We haven't done one in a, we haven't done some in a while. Had some requests. Everybody coming at you. Ricochet. <laughs> I spit all over the mic. You see that? I spit all uh, over the mic. <laughs> Bro, if I was at an actual disc jockey, I'd get fired right away. Uh, all right, before I do that, let me clean up my microphone. But before I do, let me introduce the room. To my left, the first lady, Erin Finnerty. What up? Oh, what up, what up, what up? Lit up. I heard you got a special Lit report up. for us today. Locked Some and loaded. Outside of the ring information mm-hmm. uh, uh, tied to the ring. And he's here. You know him. You love him. He's a nasty, nasty boy. Nasty Newman. What up? 
Do you smell what how about it is cooking? Wow. Is how about it cooking? How about it is a uh, is a uh... in that how about it is a noun in that sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a proper, proper noun. noun. Mm-hmm. How about it is oh how about it is I met how about it. Cool guy, I thought. Yeah. Cool guy, yeah. cool guy. I would never trust anybody named how about it. All right, let's do a little <laughs> bit of now I had my water. I'm ready to do I'm ready to do a little talk ups. Ready? Okay. If this was if there was a wrestling radio, which we all wish existed, a yeah. wrestling music radio station. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, mean, I would listen to that. By the way, I do listen to that. Every day when I drive to the gym, my Spotify is just like Fozzie. Um, I say the song I listen to the most on the way to the gym is um, what I call, I don't know what it's called. I call it On This Day, which is... Just, you know me. No idea what this song is called. I call it on this day. That song uh, goes from like 100 to 40 in like the blink of an eye. Right, but on Newman, you're you put you're a rock you're a rock guy, right? Now the band Menelingus yeah. who sings uh, on this day. There's no chance with that. That's what is the song probably really called? It's probably um, called like uh, it's like uh, feel 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 the fire. I think it's called Edge Theme Two. <laughs> That's what it. That's literally what it's called on my soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Yo, I got to show it on the video just to show you. Look. Uh, sorry, um, all right, you ready to do some talk-ups, Newman? I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'll yeah. go first. Ready? All right. So this is the morning radio. What up, everybody? Thanks for coming out and listening to 101.3 The Cliff. This is Sammy Zane. What what are radio do radio stations are there morning shows like that anymore? Yeah, for sure. All right, oh, Newman, yeah. you're up. All right. Newman, you're up. All right. I gotta find you a good one. All right, here you go. Ready? All right. All right, coming at you, 97.5. We got weather on the twos and fixes. We got traffic up at 10 minutes, followed by an interview with Dr. Dre. He's gonna tell us about his new project with Google. Hit him up. <laughs> you said Dr. Dre? He just had an aneurysm. Brain bro. aneurysm. Come on. Really? And, a break, yeah, yeah. and someone broke into his house while Press he was in the hospital. Sp- that's true? Yeah. Can oh, I tell not- you that I don't watch any news whatsoever so i had no idea <laughs> oh really well it's like today, a low-key news really item. yeah it's kind of low-key news day today no no, no big deal you yeah. should over, you should head over to the capitol today actually you should maybe go give it a visit yeah i heard washington's mm-hmm. beautiful this time of year <laughs> yeah yeah it's really really beautiful great weather as a matter of fact this podcast based on what's going on this podcast might not exist next week nor society might not exist next right. week the internet the will be headed. gone all right newman ready all right i'm yeah. gonna go for one right okay uh, 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 some of these songs you can't really talk up. Like, can you talk this one up? Let's see. Everybody, I hope you love America today because I do. It's July 4th. Get your fireworks. And remember, Kurt Angle, one with a broken freaking day. Uh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty yeah, good. Bad, well, uh, by the way, this is a wrestling podcast, by the way. We're going to talk about topical stuff. But, like, yo, if you need the most topical shit and you need matches ranked by stars, there's other places to go. But if you're looking to have fun, do it. Newman, go. Ready? Oh, that's right. This weekend, we got the movie. We got shot markers and all the cohorts. Gonna be sexy boys, sexy girls, and sexy in between. Try the funnel cake, try the pig racing, and we're going to have some fun. 
as Shawn Michaels. He's going to be a pretty good at the motor speed. Oh man! All right, Aaron, you like want imagine one? like like Shawn Michaels yeah. doing like that Ryan Seacrest where he like calls like somebody's office to like pretend like uh, you ever listen to the morning show? It's like Ryan Seacrest yeah. like they catch people cheating where he's like, oh Hurt. yeah, the War yeah. of the Roses yeah, where yeah, like yeah. they <laughs> trick you to see like who you'll send flowers to. Yeah, that shit's yeah. dark. Uh, That's uh, dark. You're trying I've to never... send flowers to uh, uh, Stacy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> is that your is that your wife or, or is that your is that your secretary? Okay, Bro, well. so this is the Shawn Michaels morning prank show, right? Uh, <laughs> Shawn Michaels War of the Roses. Yeah, yeah. So it goes. Uh, I, I'm calling for someone named IP Freely. Is IP Freely there? Um, no, no, no. This is my name is Greg. You don't have anyone in that office named IP Freely. Is it is? Are you doing like a joke? Because it's like I pee freely. No, because like, I some... like p- take a piss freely. It's like I'll I'll fucking piss all over this office. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, Sean, I don't think you, Sean. Hey, this is your uh, your other co-host, Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Well, I don't think you got him. I don't think you understood the concept there. That guy sounded like a freak, man. No, I, I asked him if he knew I pee freely, if freely was there. And this this guy said that he pisses all over himself. I got him pranking. All right, lock it in. Lock it in. Lock that prank in. Okay. Uh, you want to try another prank, Sean? Let's do it. I'm yeah. all pranked up. All right, what's up? This is Ryan Seacrest in the morning. And uh, we're going to go for a prank. Ready? Here we go. Uh, hello, is your... I'm calling from Maytag. I'm wondering if your refrigerator is running. <laughs> my oh, um, my refrigerator is working. I get the joke. You you better send it on lunch then. Give it a break. Gotcha. <laughs> oh my god. I don't, Another gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you understand pranks, John. I do understand pranks. You lie to somebody, and then <laughs> when they fall for it, you say gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. Thanks. That's for- the prank. I watched Ashton Kutcher. I know. Mm. Do, but like here's my actual impression of what I think Ryan Seacrest morning show is like. Like I, I don't know I have never I didn't even know he had a morning show, but like what I think he goes like is like is he just goes like I whoever his co his co host is, is he'll just be like, you know, I, I uh, it's really funny. Actually I gotta tell you, uh Lynette, I uh, this morning I stubbed my toe so bad. You know when that happens? When you oh, stub yeah. your toe and then my dog is licking it. Uh, little Fifo is licking. He's licking my toe, and I'm like, "What are you licking my toe for?" Uh, anyway, life is crazy. Like life is crazy. That's I don't know. Is that what they do? They just kind of like no, say they, what like, happened that morning. They will. I mean, yes, but then their their pranks yeah. is like they will. I mean, it's all at work, but like they'll they'll call somebody's office and pretend to be like someone's secret lover and see if they mm-hmm. will like take the bait with their actual partner on the line. Yeah. So they can be like, I can't believe you did that. Oh, that shit's like illegal, right? Like, well, like, like, the, like it's all fake. Like, catcher, oh, it's call, all fake. It's a work. Yeah. It's a work. I think that was proven that was a work. I thought we talked about that once. Like, they call you and they're like, hey, you just want a free dozen roses to send to the special lady in your life. So you send them after your cheating boyfriend. If he sends them to Stacy or to the secretary and you're on the other, on the hook, and then they 
fight on it. Oh my god, you're Busted. just reminding me. I see all of this shit on like TikTok and like mm-hmm. Facebook and on these videos that have like 6.5 million views, and they're such clear works with just hot chicks in them. Yep. You know what right. I mean? And you're like, any wrestling fan would know like this is so fucking fake it's like a prank you're right they pulled it like pranks get a ton of views even if they're not executed well i feel like i saw this one it was a video of a woman um kai and sal sent it to me on our chat and it was a woman walking her dog and she took her mask off and picked up the poop with it and put it in the trash then put the mask back on but it was a work because why would they just be filming this girl walking her dog? That's what I'm down saying. The, the footage that they no have one to would ever do you, that. You have to suspend your disbelief, like the same way you watch a film, to be like they captured this. The one that I yeah. saw was like a guy. He's standing in front of like a Lamborghini. You know, a lot of Lamborghini. Common, work, very right? common. And he's yeah. like, it's like, yo, this girl, like this girl's a fucking cheat. And then it'll be like. It'll show the it'll show her like leaning he'll lean and it'll be like, Hey, uh, what's up? Like I'm new in town. Just I'm just a new guy in town leaning yeah. on a Lamborghini. And I'm like, yo, I'm just looking for like, is there a good place to eat around here? And then he'll be like, Do you want to eat with me? Cause like I got like I don't have anything to eat with. And she'll be like, I don't know, my boyfriend's not cool with that. But then he'll she'll be like, Nice car, and then she'll go to eat with him. And then like he'll call an Uber and be like, This isn't my car. And it's yeah. it's like, and then she's like, I gotta go. And you're like, this is so fake. Yeah, you know? yep, 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 yep. So fake. But I guess I watched that. the whole thing. Oh. Yeah, you got them their ad revenue, so congratulations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, all right, a lot to talk about today in the world of the professional wrestling. Um, I love when we apply the psychology of getting work this is in my, wrestling. This is my tank. This is my tank uh, that I own. <laughs> Do you want to go get lunch with me? Oh, it's Shawn oh, Michaels. Sure. Wait, so actually, yeah, Sean, you 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 made a video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I did. I made a tick. I made a cheek talk. Oh, cool. what happens in the video? Uh, well, what I do is I pull up uh, in my DX tank, and I'll say, uh, "You have the DX tank. You just <laughs> drive that around. That's your yeah. car. You drive it well, around the performance center, like these around the Orlando." Yeah, well, basically, Vince told me to return it to the rental uh, lot, and I never did, and he's just so rich he never noticed. But uh, yeah, so I pull up with my DX tank, <clears throat> and. Uh, a fly lady will walk by and I'll say, excuse me, miss, and I'll tip my cowboy hat and I'll say, <laughs> I'm new in town. You want to get lunch with me? And right. when she says yes, then Hunter Hearst Helmsley pulls up in my actual car, which is a, a Chrysler 300 uh, 2012. And and I'll say, I gotcha. I'm not actually <laughs> a tank driver. Yeah, right. Because women, Aaron, uh, you're yeah, a woman. Yeah. Are you just like, get real hot for tanks <laughs> i mean would that be fair yeah 100 percent. like every time i get approached by a guy driving a tank and he asks me if i want to get in it to go for lunch right want to go to buffalo wild wings in my tank yes let's go i mean i'll tell you this driving to buffalo wild wings in a tank is very attractive to me that would, sounds like yeah. a fucking black because i imagine you just you just bust through the windows, right? I mean, yeah. You know, I want. <laughs> you drive into the the B dubs in the tank. Yo, I'll say this as a as a weak man who's never been in any kind of combat or military situation. For um, uh, current cow champion Jason Shapiro, you guys know him, my friend. His bachelor party for his wedding that never happened. Um, mm-hmm. we uh, 
we went to uh, you know this hunting range in uh, Uvalde, Texas. Sean, you know Uvalde, Texas. <laughs> Sean Michaels, you know Uvalde, Texas. Part of the Texas, you know. He's hard of hearing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just the, yeah, the eyes. But uh, so, uh, no. yeah, no. So Sean, uh, uh, we went to the we we drove in a a, a Nazi tank. Like that, you can oh. like pay for a ride in a Nazi tank, and I never really understood what a tank does until you get in one and you drive, and you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> when you drive in a tank, nothing can stop it. So like, this guy would just drive into trees, like f a full tree, and just fucking it would just break it down. And we're hanging off the top too. It's not even like we're like it's like we're gonna hit this tree. Uh, it's very you feel like you get. I think you get like you get like rock hard instantly. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, that was weird, folks. Uh, shame about me. Shame. We were talking about Facebook pranks, but uh, so anyway, so uh, all right, let's talk about let's talk about uh, the world of uh, the pro wrestlings. So yeah, mm -hmm. couple things uh, to talk about just today. So look, I, I got some outside of the ring stuff. There's a lot of stuff. I'm I'm gonna start though. Talking about, uh, especially because we might have Sean here, but let's talk. Let's just talk about the concept of Raw Legends Night in general. You know? Yeah. Uh, all right. So the, uh, this night on on Monday was um, Raw Legends Night, and uh, <laughs> I was just like thinking about Raw Legends, and I was like, first off, I don't even look at the ratings. I don't know if this boosts the ratings, but like. I don't like the concept of Raw Legends Night because I don't think the concept of Legends... Legends is not really a thing in pro wrestling because the guys wrestle... Wrestlers wrestle so late into their careers that, like, that like they're, Matt, like they're like, oh, it's Legends Night, but people who... But on the card is Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy. And those guys <laughs> easily could be Legends. You know, like, what in sports, it's like... And then also, legends, the definition of legend in pro wrestling is that you were a wrestler, right? <laughs> like, it's not, sense. right? It's not like, it's it's not, like, if you're a legend of sports, it's not just you played sports, right? You were, you were like, a Hall of Famer or something. In wrestling, it's just like, if you were part of this organization in any capacity, including the boogeyman, you're a legend. <laughs> you're a fucking legend. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, it's very like, loose. Yeah, it's extremely loose. Uh, 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 um, so uh, I don't know. But that being said, with Legends Night, I was kind of like, you know, this is like I, whenever they do Legends Night, I'm like, oh, this is just kind of like, I don't know, boost ratings. And it's almost like a halt in story. That being said, mm -hmm. I thought this Raw Legends Night kind of won me over by the end of the night. Really? Uh, yeah, like not not in the sense that like I'm a huge fan of it, but there were I do have like a list of positive stuff from Legends Night where I was like, yo, if we think about it, this was this was okay. So the first thing being, and you guys tell me how you feel about this, but, like. All right, so you have active Randy Orton on the card. If Randy's going to go around harassing legends, that's fucking fun, right? You know, like well, he, he is the legend killer. That's so what I'm saying. If you have an arena full of legends, that's what I'm saying. Go around He's slaughtering like, this is them. This my time to shine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I like him. Like he was. I, I like that he didn't just like. I don't think he RKO'd any legends, right? 
So I like that he's just hazing them in the back. You know what I mean? He's Largely just like- unsuccessfully, too, which was so funny. <laughs> Everyone yeah. was just sort of mildly perturbed to have to interact with Randy Orton, like, oh, this fucking guy again. <laughs> yeah, it was like, like it's kind of at this point, he's more of like, he's less of the legend killer and more of like the legend heckler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. He, he's more like, hey, uh, like Mark Henry's like, fuck, my legs broken. I, I can't walk away fast enough from Randy Orton. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the first day of high, like uh, high school. It's like tenth uh, grade after uh, uh, summer is over, and like the bully sees you, and you're just like, fuck, goddamn it! I was so close to homeroom. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, he's like, he's like, hey, Mark, yeah. Mark. <sighs> yeah. Like, fuck! Hurry, hurry, hurry. Four, hurry. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, I hear him, I hear him. Uh, he dropped the mic, he's, he's getting off stage, he's coming out of here. Uh, but anyway, I thought that was fun. That being said, like, you know, I'm excited to see where they go with Bray. Uh, but we didn't have Bray this week, so, you know, we'll see. Um, I like Hulk Hogan. He said, yo, yo, here's the thing. I like Hulk Hogan giving his blessing to Drew. The problem with Hulk Hogan, though, is like, well, <laughs> where do I begin? Yeah. Uh, when it comes to Hulk Hogan, the problem with Hulk Hogan is that he is, uh, you know, uh, has not fully properly apologized for being racist. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing where he was in a really great position to actually make a big difference in the culture of pro wrestling. Chose to go the complete opposite way um, and just do what a lot of people do when they get caught in controversy, which is ride it out. Yeah. <laughs> he literally opened a surf shop, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, just get a ride. Him. I'm going to chill out, ride this thing out. And it didn't it didn't work. Hang 10, brother. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> he, he loves, let's do it. Dude. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, he, like, is, he, I think, like, he says brother a lot, but he uses dude. Brother is his period. You know, right. in, in, in mm-hmm. like in Hogan in Hogan grammar, yeah. dude, a brother is period. Dude is an exclamation point at the end of a paragraph. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, right. Just so he like, would be like, uh, I'm, I'm hungry, dude, brother. Yes. He'll go, like, he'll go like, he'll go like, you, I've been watching you, brother. Uh, you really got, you got what it takes, brother. You know, you remind me of myself, brother, and I'm going to be watching you tonight, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it's an exclamation point, not a comma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, dude is an exclamation point. At the point. end of the paragraph. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just said, he goes, <laughs> oh, oh, man. It's my lingering COVID. Ah, the old COVID kiss. Um, <laughs> we don't, by the way, we don't edit out coughs of this podcast uh, to remind you the pandemic is real and to stay safe, stay inside. Well, Mask that's your off, baby. That's your opinion that it's real. <laughs> Was that you or Sean? That's, your, that's just your opinion that it's a real thing. That's your <laughs> yeah. opinion. Uh, that's, your, that's your opinion. All right. So, uh, but I, but okay. So, but look, so we can say this Hogan, he's a weird guy. I also read uh, in the, uh, I was cruising the sheets, baby. You guys know, you know how oh, I do. Oh boy. Back on the dirt sheets. Back on the old dirt sheets. I see Hogan sheets. says that people are cold to him backstage. Oh, he has no idea one. why. He has no idea why why this new this diverse roster is like mm-hmm. it's like why the he's like he's like listen the hurt business just walk by me <laughs> you know you're like all right okay well uh, 
you, that okay. really hurts. Yeah, though, really yeah, yeah. I see why they're called the hurt business. Yeah, hurt his feelings business. Kind of hurt <laughs> the Hogan's feelings business. Uh, so, like, that's kind of the world that Hogan lives in, you know, like a true. Uh, anyway, that being said, some things are things. Some things are things, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and Hulk Hogan is Hulk Hogan, whether you like him or you don't. He's still Hulk Hogan. Like, just right. is what it is. Like, you know. And so, if you're Drew McIntyre, you're the champ, and Hulk Hogan comes on the show and is like, "Yo, I've been watching you, and you're good." Like, and I, you remind me of me, and you get to, like, you get to do a thing with him. It's a big fucking deal for any wrestler, you know. Right. So it's cool that it does that. The problem with Hogan, the other problem with Hogan, besides what I would call the A problem with Hogan and then the B problem with Hogan, which is way less extreme, less important, is that he's such a fucking corporate money shill. Is that, like, his integrity is so far gone in terms of knighting wrestlers. Like, someone like The Rock, for example, right? Like, The Rock recently tweeted out when Ziggler had a uh, title match against McIntyre, right? He tweeted out. Like, yo, fully support Ziggler getting the title. This guy is, like, is legit. It's his time or whatever. Like, I, I'm all for it. You know that no one's paying him to say that. Like, right. you know that, like, you know he actually, just because he cares about the business, he has that integrity. Hogan doesn't have that anymore. So it's just kind of like, it's more like a novelty act of, like, that's cool. I did that with Hogan as opposed to, like, actually getting the rub. You know what I mean? Right. And that's, yeah. like, that's 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 kind of, you know, I don't know. I'm not you, do, you, do you feel me on that? Yeah, and I think, I mean... It comes mean in this, just to read scripts, you know? Yeah, and I, and I don't mean this as, like, a, like, an insult to Drew McIntyre, but he's, like, a... He is a company man, right? Like, he wants right. to be the WWE champion and sort of, like... Right. He is a company man, right? So, like, if Vince is, like, you're doing a thing with Hogan, of course he's going to do the thing with Hogan. Like, yeah, well, I'm not even saying he should object or anything. I'm no, just saying, yeah. like, it's not a true rub. Whereas, no. like, you can imagine... When someone like, I don't know, I said The Rock, but there's other wrestlers, Stone Cold shows up, he might be like, yo, like when Stone Cold gave, kind of gave the rub to Cesaro on his podcast, right? Yeah. And, and you're like, yo, he's like, ask Vince, like, why are you not pushing Cesaro? That guy's great. So you're like, he actually, they actually are like, I'm watching this and I see something in these guys, you know? So yeah. anyway, that's just the bummer. That's like the bummer part about Hogan. It's like, all right, fine. We'll we'll have to look over the other thing, but then also we also have to look past the fact that he has no real integrity for the biz as much anymore. Like you know what I mean? Right. So that's kind of a, a random thing. But I still think Hogan and Drew together is cool. I'll always kind of pop for for that. Um. Okay. Uh, Charlotte interacting with Rick. That moment was very cool. Uh, Charlotte literally. Gets in the face of Ric Flair because Rick kind of fucks up her match with Lacey Evans and she loses. And Rick is, like, incredible in his old age, has gotten so humbled that he is killer at the, uh, like, puppy dog, <laughs> like, like vulnerability in his acting. Yeah. Like, ever since the kick from Sean, the, I'm sorry, I love you. We keep talking about Sean tonight because he's here, I guess. It's kind of in the ethos. <laughs> oh, maybe. yeah. Ric Flair... He's incredible with his puppy dog face he does. like, And, and he like when Charlotte yells at him, he seems so fucking sad. And her acting is killer. She doesn't break at all. She yeah. like looks in his face. That's like got to be hard <laughs> to do, right? They got to like practice that to like yell in your dad's face. Like that has to feel emotional even though you know you're acting because it's your actual dad who's fragile. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And old. It's probably fun. 
<laughs> it's probably fun. It's probably a good time. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I thought that was fucking awesome. By the way, fun fun fact. Um, Susan Lloyd pointed out that uh, Charlotte got her mole removed on her face. I didn't realize she had a mole. She had one right here. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was removed, right? I always think it's such a bummer when people remove, like, um, you know, like things that are, are that are part of their identity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like I Enrique Iglesias removed his mole. That was that upset like, very me. It also upset me when he uh, slept with my girlfriend on spring break. That upset me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've told you that story, guys. No. Wait. I'm not kidding. You don't know that story? No. <laughs> I think I've told it out here. No. Oh, Maybe. Uh, when I was yeah. in Cabo. When I was in Cabo, he, he, uh, I, was, I was dating this girl, and then, like, we, it wasn't going well. I wasn't, we weren't we were really feeling each other that hard. But we were hanging out, and then one night, like, I did my own thing, she did her own thing, and she slept with Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> Enrique Iglesias? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, most. They, they buy the most, and he was her hero, yeah. maybe. Um, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you were not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Is yeah. she positive wow. it was Enrique Iglesias and not just a guy who <laughs> said he was Enrique Iglesias? Yeah, that's also it's not, Honestly, it's not that hard to believe. Like, to be honest, when I was in college and I was fratting it up, uh, like, we would go on spring break to these locations and, like, there would always be celebs there also and they would just sleep with college girls. Like, it's not – it's like, it's not, it's not that – it sounds, cra- like, crazy. It's not crazy at all. You know what I mean? It's, right. It's kind of like, yeah. It'd be crazy if they got married – right if she had a one night stand with a celeb yeah he's still in her life to this day yeah anyway a little bit of the sin of my past okay um i hope you guys enjoyed it um this was pre-covid by the way uh okay so i thought that was a nice moment in, in legends history i also like when legends come back and they pull off a successful joke I pop for every time Teddy Long says, you're going to face The Undertaker. That is funny to me. Anytime when he's just like, yo, player, you're going to face <laughs> The Undertaker. And then the joke is like, yo, Undertaker's retired, bro. Like, this time for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know. Isn't it funny when shit in wrestling just sticks randomly? Like mm-hmm. the fact that un- that Teddy Long, every match he books is with The Undertaker. Like That is so funny to me. Um, uh, I love that. Now... Okay, so I thought the I'm pointing out positives. I'm doing all positives about Legends mm-hmm. Night, and I thought the biggest um, positive about Legends Night has to do with the main event, where I thought it's really cool that all the legends come back and watch the main event, which is a title match. Like, yeah, I'm they like, like sat around. They were yeah. spectators. Like, because I guess like Legends Night, you I guess like all wrestling's kind of got to be grounded in sports, right? Right. So you're like. You kind of, it reminded me, like, when they could, because I don't like, I'm not a sports guy. I think sports are for people without imaginations. We know this. It's been covered. It's made me gone viral. We get it, you know? But what I'm saying is that, uh, uh, I'm not talking about COVID again there, folks. Hey. Hey, hey folks. <laughs> That's the brunch of uh, this podcast. No, actually, with this, I go, hey, uh, I'm, not, I'm not talking about uh, COVID, people. Uh, folks you know (laughs) but like uh but i like sports as a base reality for wrestling writing and so if when you saw like big show sitting there he looked like going like whoa 
big. He looked like he was uh, like a retired Laker courtside next to Jack Nicholson Jeez. watching the game, right? And, but they're watching a title match, you know? Yeah. Could you imagine uh, the big show on the Lakers or in the NBA at all? Could you imagine sitting behind him at a Lakers game? That would Bro, be a big drag. show. Yeah. A big show uh, in it's the NBA. Is what, that's what that TV show should have been. <laughs> His yeah. TV show should have been. They should just keep trying premises with Big Show. Right. I, I think well, they'll finally stick. something will stick. Like, mm-hmm. all right, like the sitcom with the family that didn't catch on. Let's try him as like a a, a center for basketball yeah. team. Mm-hmm. Law and Order, Law and Order, Big Show. Yeah, yeah, SVU, Ooh. Big Show. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's like, hey, I heard you got raped. <laughs> Whatever. Like, oh man. Hey, Ice T's like. <laughs> Damn, Big Show, show a little bit of better bedside manner, dog. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a crime to remember. I don't know what I'm talking about. I've never seen SVU in my life. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> I'm saying, so I love that. Re- <laughs> he keeps showing up. He keeps showing up yeah. to like as a cop to like crime scenes, and it's like clear that the victim has been choke slammed through a table. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's all wrestling crimes. <laughs> Yo, uh, these are my COVID protection glasses, but. What's that show? I think it's what's his name, David something. Who like he takes him off to like say like when oh. the, the last line oh, of the it's show. Oh, like NCIS, like CSI Hawaii CSI. or something like no, that with Dave Caruso. Dave Caruso, yeah. You get CSI Big Show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. he's just like, he's just like, uh, he's looking for blood splatter. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, well, your show. <laughs> well, that's a big gunshot wound. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you helped it. You know, Big Show. You would have helped us out more if you had like better catchphrases and more. Of a, oh, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I lost. Looks like you look like me when I lost to Floyd Mayweather at WrestleMania 25 <laughs> down in Orlando at Camping Field World Stadium. That's all I got. I mean, what? Yeah. Well, that's a crime scene. <laughs> yeah, there's not. You know what? This bit would. I just want to tell you, it's not because we're not funny. This right. bit didn't work because Big Show didn't give us enough. Okay? Um, he didn't enough. give us enough. Blame okay. it on the Big Show. Oh, wait, actually, I got one. I got one. Well, you look about as dead as my dad when the big boss man showed up to my dad's <laughs> funeral and then hooked his car up to the bumper of his car and he drove off of my dad's coffin and he said, you're, you're a big nasty bastard. Just the like credits the are daddy. rolling. The credits are rolling while mm-hmm. he's still. <laughs> <laughs> he's expl- this is actually something that happened, by the way. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google this moment in the Attitude Era where the big show uh, jumped on the back, where the big show's dad had, <laughs> he had a funeral for big show's dad and big boss man showed up with it. One of those cars that, like a 70s cop car that has like, oh, uh, you know, the uh, megaphone on the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And he was like, oh, everybody, Big Show's dad's dead because he's a piece of shit. Like, you know, like just talking <laughs> shit. And then he hooked, he beat up Big Show a little bit and literally hooked the, the coffin up to the bumper and drove away. And Big Show jumped on it. <laughs> I'm, I, this is a real segment in Attitude Era history. <laughs> this is from Vince's mind. 
Oh my god. Totally tasteful. Shame. Yeah. Before or after? Shame. Was that before or after Undertaker hanged big, uh, the Big Boss Man? Big Boss Man was involved in a lot of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was at WrestleMania. Hanged him by his neck to die. Yeah, he killed him. He <laughs> killed him. He hung him from the hell in the cell. <laughs> Which I love, by the way. I love that. Yeah, it was I amazing. Yeah. I'm all for like matches ending in death. Like you, bur- like, us, like if you want to burn Bray Wyatt alive, it's all good. Like it's mm-hmm. fun. Well, the it's funniest thing like- is that you he hangs him to death, and yeah. then like the next week he's just kind of like, ah, my neck. Like a little tender. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's the thing. So I love that we're going back to Big Boss Man. I love that they're sitting around watching it, like, and then Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre put on a fucking clinic. That match was sick. And let me tell you, can we just say this about Keith Lee? Uh, yeah. You know, the dirt sheets had the thing about Vince wanting to go back to the PCs, not that good, blah, 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 whatever. This guy weighs, what, 350? He yeah. did a Spanish fly onto Drew McIntyre. That was fucking sick. Yes. That is that takes such a level of athleticism. He essentially does a backflip with added resistance of Drew McIntyre, who has to do a front flip. That's so fucking dangerous for a guy that big. Like Keith Lee cannot be denied. The guy impresses at every time you give it to him. Like you know, uh, yeah, I just you know, I, like he does, he's he's earning his he's earning his stripes, man. It's yeah. fucking cool. Well, until he's like um. You know, I think it's. I think he. There's a reason why it was Keith Lee versus um, Drew McIntyre on Legends Night. Right. I think Keith Lee is probably somebody who, like, obviously he's flashy, right? Like he does insane things for his right. size. But I get the sense that, like, he's sort of like, like if you compare it to like guitarists, right? Where it's like Lindsey Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac, not somebody who you yeah. think of as like this great guitarist. But other guitarists know. He's one of the best in the world. I just think of the gypsy picking, which I wish I had on the soundboard. You oh, know the yeah. song Gypsy where it's like... He's incredible. Like, wow. Yeah, because he's this... What a talent. Right, yeah. but him, like Mark Knopfler, there's like these like guitarists who aren't known as like among like mainstream fans or like people who are like even casual uh, to be like, oh, that's somebody who shreds. He's great. But they are, and the the legends know it. I think Vince. I think that was probably fake. Like I don't think he actually wants to send him back to the the BC. It was probably just a little right. bit of heat to get like some babyface heat for for mm-hmm. Keith. Like oh, Vince doesn't yeah. like him, so I like him. Um, but yeah, no, I think there was a very deliberate choice to have him. If that was a work, it was pretty brilliant because it made you. It, they put it out the same time his twenty four came out, which showed his like really tough fucking upbringing and his honestly, like he is a. Uh, bold, brave, risk-taking motherfucker. He had, like, guaranteed money to be, like, a football player and, like, went into wrestling because he's like, that's my passion. There's no money in wrestling, like, unless you really make it. And uh, deep admiration for Keith Lee. Now, that being said, like, Shebs, who I, you know, you know, whatever. I got my beef with Shebs. He has good points about Keith Lee, the character. I I see that as well. But when it comes down to just work, which even Shebs does give him credit for his work, that was a great, great main event. Keith Lee feels a main event time and time again. His spot in the Rumble, even Lesnar's like, it's a big boy. Like, seeing him made Brock... Like, when Brock is is inspired, it means you're doing something right, you know? He's a hard guy to get his flame going, you know? Yeah. Okay. Let's just get to the key, the, the main thing about Legends Night. Goldberg comes back to challenge Drew McIntyre at the Royal Rumble for the title. 
I cannot get enough of Goldberg. I don't know what it is. <laughs> we know it's this. It's not we know the this. popular opinion. We know this. As a Jewish kid seeing Goldberg, it was an inspiration to me. As uh, all of my friends' dads looked like absolute shit. Nothing mm-hmm. near Goldberg. And this guy had the same last name as all my friends' dads. <laughs> but he was huge and a football player in Shaq. So I always have a special place for Goldberg. Not to mention, I saw him doing some j- real Jewish shit, which I thought was cool. He was rapping to fill in. I was like, yo, Goldberg? He's actually oh, doing yeah. something Jewish. Now, a shop I- at Costco. <laughs> we also know this. Shops at Costco, according to our listeners. Um, uh-huh. Was that Taylor McRae? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, great story about uh, 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 Goldberg. Now, <laughs> I also like that Goldberg is doesn't really have a character. He plays himself, but he's kind of a weird militant dude. It's so, like, you know, like it kind of works. Uh, but where? how do you guys feel about Goldberg coming back? Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre. Does that do anything for you? Honestly? You no. can say no. You'd be not in really. the majority. Not really, no. You'd be in the majority. <laughs> and it's not because of any, like, negative feelings I have towards Bill Goldberg. It's just sort of like very McMahon's razor. Very just like, let's do this safe What's McMahon's Razor again? I always like when you explain mm. it. So McMahon's Razor is based on the uh, principal um, Occam's Razor, not to be mm-hmm. confused with the Occam and Razor mm. of the authors right. of pain. Mm-hmm. The authors, uh, the guys who wrote pain. The guys who wrote the book pain. And, authors of pain, yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, which says that the, uh, the most um, – what is, what, uh, I'm forgetting now. Oh, the uh, Occam's Razor says that the most likely the most explanation, o- likely explanation is the explanation is the right? is the explanation, right? Yeah. So McMahon's Razor is slightly modified to mean that the least interesting idea is the idea that they're going to go with. Right, 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 right. And that applies in this scenario. Yes. Right, which is what? So what do you think the least? What do you think they do with, uh, with Drew versus Goldberg? Goldberg wins. Because it's mania season, yeah. And all right, so here, here, here's the thing: is I don't think Goldberg is gonna win. I also I liked Goldberg coming back in the context of Legends Night. Really worked for me. Like he literally said, like I get Sheb says this also. I keep bringing up Sheb's because he does have great wrestling points. He's just kind of a piece of shit guy. But he had the point where he was like, uh, that like, and he pointed out it's an observation about me specifically is I'm always looking for wrestling to make a little bit of sense. And when it does, I'm so excited. So it's so exciting to have a reason why Goldberg would be hanging out in the batch back right. and then get so worked up that he's like, I, I got to go out there. I can't just sit here and say nothing. This yeah. guy's not showing the respect I'm looking for. And then plus Goldberg, the guy, feels like a dude who gets so caught up in respect and stuff, the pageantry oh, of it, yeah. that like he would be irked by a minor thing that Drew said that was a misunderstanding, <laughs> which is exactly what happened. Because Drew was like, I didn't mean that at all, but uh, hey, you're an old piece of shit, and I'll beat the crap out of you. <laughs> and then they both were like, ah, in each other's faces. <laughs> Literally, do you see that? Like, yeah. Goldberg is, like, so militant, but, like, if you push him, his response is, ah. Yeah. It's because his gimmick, the closest like I can get. His mouth opens like a Muppet, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> or like a, like a Canadian on a, a South Park. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, I think that if I, the closest I could get to defining Goldberg's gimmick is probably like prone to road rage. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I would also describe him as the guy 
who's worried about how other people parent. Like right. I would, I would say he's like oh he's at the soccer God. game being like this dad's not even watching his kid and then it like guy. sits in him you know and he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like like shit like that where you're like yo just stay in your lane he can't stay yeah. in his lane you yeah know? yeah yeah like, and then or he like his number one insult is like he'll call people Sparky oh <laughs> like, God. <laughs> Like oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do uh, love Goldberg. As a matter of fact, I bought a poster of The Rock Goldberg. It's just a random pay per view that I have. My brother was going through. It's in his garage when I moved from New York to LA. I just put all my shit in my brother's garage, and he's always like, "Yo, can I throw this out?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not." You should <laughs> do not frame that. that out. It How is dare you. Oh, Aaron, it's custom framed. Oh, it's, it's the already Rock. custom frame. Yeah, it's the Rock Goldberg. Oh. It's the first match they had in a pay per view because it's so like why when isn't Goldberg he came over. It in his home? And you, ne I never thought I would see those two guys wrestle. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I um, will say this, man. When I was a kid, I would, I was, you know, like everybody else. I would have, I would go between Raw and um, Monday Nitro, right? right? And man, Goldberg streak, I was hot for. I wanted, like, who's yeah. next? Tell me who's next. I want to see this guy beat everybody. I was fully, you got fully, hot for the fully, streak, fully, baby. Fully, fully, fully hot for the streak. <laughs> hot for the streak. Hot for streaker. Yeah. Um, I uh, yeah. I the, the streak was so dope. Um, yeah. the, 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 <laughs> I loved the, the streak. Apparently, there's a great thing on the network about the streak. Uh, but I actually think Goldberg will not beat Drew. Brock will come back and beat the shit out of both of them at the Rumble. Oh, that's what I think is gonna happen. I like this angle. Uh, the main question is, do they deal with Strowman beating Goldberg clean at Mania? Like that—that's my main thought. Is are they gonna, that's just gonna go away? Because the problem with well, Goldberg, yeah. he needs to—he needs if they want to keep bringing Goldberg back, he does need to avenge these losses, or else he loses his his, his spark. You know. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, all right. Let's throw over to. Eric. I think we we covered everything about Legends Night. So I'm saying Legends like, yeah, Night. it was definitely had the like. The, the damn segment, and they had uh, <laughs> a tr treating Alicia Fox like she's a legend. She's not. Uh, like, you know, it had all the classic bullshit of a Legends night, but also, like, ultimately, there was enough stuff in there where I was like, all right, the writing was less sloppy than normal. And, like, Goldberg drew. The reason I think that match is good is because Goldberg is, in current times, like a guy to beat. It's just true. And Drew is like wrestled a lot of guys. He had a lot of feuds. It feels like a good match for him at Mania Rumble, which is normally a time where they bury the guy who wrestles the champ at Mania. It's always kind of a holdover. It's like, yeah, Drew, you know Drew's keeping the title through WrestleMania next year. We know that. So whoever he wrestles at Rumble is just someone who's getting buried. So, so you might as well put them in the actual Rumble so they have a chance of like having a big moment. So I actually think a perfect spot for a Legends match is Royal Rumble for a title. Because if you remember, like, when you had matches, like, here's past Rumble match matches. Uh, is like, oh, well, here's just uh, two. Here's two. Brock versus Finn Balor, which was just a yeah. holdover feud, right? Yeah. And it just buried Finn for good, where he had to go right. away and go back to NXT. Uh, and then uh, Sasha versus Rousey. Where it's like, yeah, we know Ronda is going into Mania as the champ. So Sasha is just getting buried there. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's a great place for a legend, I would think. All right, let's go over to Aaron for a special report, actually. Aaron, Cardi oh. B, uh, Cardi B, I'll set you up a little bit. Okay, Cardi B was getting involved with wrestling on Twitter. I didn't know what was really going on. I, I asked you to look into this. Yeah. What is Cardi B's interaction with wrestling? And uh, 
Uh, let's get all the details. Aaron, let's, uh, let's get to your, uh, let's go, uh, go to Aaron. Okay. Today's Aaron. special report brought to you by the Regular Guy News. Yes, yeah, sponsor uh, the, the Dan Black Attack Podcast, Regular Guy News Podcast, uh, our, our news podcast. Check that mm-hmm. out. Aaron, what's up with this Cardi B situation? All right. So if you watched Legends Night on Monday, um, you may have seen Tori Wilson tell Angel Garza, you know, to go. She was like, go down there. Like Kylie Jenner, Cardi B and Ariana Grande are like waiting for you. And Cardi B looks really good. And And Angel Garza has this like rose. So he goes around the corner into this like red dimly lit room mm-hmm. and encounters the boogeyman instead right a legend, so, a legend. A le- well certified legend. Yeah, certified legend certified legend meaning he did wrestle at w he was employed by wb for any at amount some of time point. yeah yes. and yeah. you know is old right 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 uh so cardi b uh went on twitter and said uh wtf this is not how my WWE debut was supposed to be. Vince McMahon, count your fucking days. Okay, so didn't know Cardi B liked wrestling. I, I'm not surprised, but she uh, went in. So the controversy came up when Lacey Evans chimed in, I think the uh, following day. And uh, Lacey said, careful what you wish for, you nasty. We aren't right. Nicki Minaj. You'll get sent home with more than a busted eye. Referencing the fight that Cardi B and Nicki Minaj had at New York Fashion Week in 2018. <laughs> oh, see, I had no idea what they were talking about. Which is yeah, so there, was, a, there was like a fight. I think um, someone took a shoe off and threw it. It was a whole thing. Right. So right. then Cardi replied in a tweet that is now deleted and said, Quote, a white woman can't never put fear on me, sweetie. Got me fucked up. I was showing love to the WWE the whole night yesterday, and I don't know where the fuck you came from with your unnecessary bullshit. Then Lacey replied, bless your heart. You got it all wrong. I heard debut and was giving you a friendly heads up. But since you want to be a badass, keep me in mind when and if you show up in WWE. I'll kick your ass while listening to your music. So the Almost drama a cool response till the end of it when you're like Kana was like your music's good <laughs> hashtag pull up well yeah I think she's a fan and then yeah. so all this drama with Lacey Evans and Cardi B that aside uh, Cardi was exchanging tweets with um, several legends over yes. the course of Monday night uh, she revealed that she was too young to watch wrestling when The Rock was a thing but she was watching during the era of triple h batista john cena and edge and um she swapped a few tweets with melina and trish stratus who are two of her guys um Ah. so i don't know will we see cardi b at wrestlemania who knows well we know cardi b is a mark it sounds like yeah Yeah. well she said she was like, like sasha also right yeah, she said she hasn't watched in forever, but she was super hyped to be getting all of this response from um, the WWE universe and all these legends. Ooh. She's right. So Lacey egged her. Lacey saw an opportunity and uh, dove right in there to egg her on a little bit. She's only 28, so that tracks that she might be too young to like 
had yeah, a totally, around during totally. the she's, attitude era. She's, she is a ruthless aggression era kid. Which she's she, not an attitude era kid. I can't yeah. blame her yeah. if she doesn't watch anymore. If that's yeah, her yeah, first yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she is a ruthless aggression kid. There's going to be a whole string of ruthless aggression kids, but I would love to see Cardi B get well, involved in Well, it's interesting because she has this series that you can only watch on like Right. Facebook or Instagram messenger watch along called Cardi B tries where she like plays basketball, drives a race car, um, does a right. couple other like out of character things. So maybe she should uh, do one with WWE. All right. Love it. All right, Aaron. Thank you. Great special You're report. Welcome. We got the full scoop on this and uh, on yeah. Cardi B. I'm hoping to see Cardi B maybe show up uh, at the Summerfest. Uh, I want to see her enter the rumble. <laughs> Jeremy, I feel like we Cardi B feels like the kind of person who we would potentially see. You know, yeah. I think in a shoot fight, I have her over Lacey Evans. That would, that's where my oh, money would go. Really, I got Lacey Evans. Okay. She's a Marine, ex-Marine. Cardi B, uh, look, it's a vibe thing. Cardi vibe. B would fold her like laundry. I would take that bet. I would take that bet. All right. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's take that back. Let's lock it in. All right. Um, so uh, let's move. Let's move on. I'll say one last thing about. Uh, actually, since we're out of the ring. All right. Mm-hmm. Out of the ring. I do want to say I watched Stone Cold's interview with Drew McIntyre. And I got to say, I just want to point out this Stone Cold as a podcaster, as a personality, is very fucking interesting. He does this thing that interviewers do where he he asks a question and it feels like he wants to he'll listen to your answer, uh, but then he wants to tell you a story. So his question was, he was like, hey, how did you come up with the Claymore? And then Drew tells his story and then he's like, hey. Uh, he's like, oh, cool, 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 cool story. Here's how I came up with this Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> and then he tells the whole story. It's not like, a, hey, I relate to you because of this. It's just like, uh, he just, it's just. Oh, hold on a sec. I, what is that? I'm getting, oh, I'm getting Skyped on my phone. Oh, it's a random number. Let me get this. Wait, wait, huh. hold on. Hello? Hello, st- Damn black, it's your boy Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh my god, it's Stone Cold Stone Cold Steve Austin calling me. That's right, I'm calling you from the landline. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, wow. Oh my god. Stone Cold, it's funny. I was just talking about you about uh, I was watching the interview. I was watching the Stone Cold Sessions on the WWE Network. Great job. Saw your interview, Drew. You told your, your, your story about uh, coming up with the stunner, which I thought was kind of, you know, I thought that was kind of weird because you, uh, you know, you were interviewing Drew. So I thought you'd kind of want to hear from Drew. But Yeah, yeah the year was not, was, the year was not to nine to four. It was me and Michael P.S. Hayes. We were shooting the shit at uh, Fud Ruckers, and he said to me, you know what you should do? You should drop people on that stack of dimes they call the neck. Hit okay. it with a stone-cold stunner. And I said, Michael, are you going to finish that hamburger? looks pretty tasty. And he said, no, I'm not going to finish the hamburger. Stop, sorry, so cold, so cold. Sorry, so cold. sorry to interrupt you. I didn't say, can I hear this? St- I heard the story already. I heard it on the... Uh, I didn't say, can I hear the story? I was saying that I just thought, you know, you were interviewing... You're interviewing him, whatever. But why did you call me? I'm curious. Did you have a question for me? 
Well, look, I, I, look I, to be honest, I'm out here on the main streets of Los Angeles, and I heard my, my little my, my stone cold sense was tingling, and I thought, I got Dan Black's number. It feels like he might be talking about this. So yeah, I'm yeah. hit him up. And I'm, I, you know, I got a few questions for you since the last time that we spoke. Oh, all right, cool. That's all, dude, that's an honor. Stone Cold, I'd love to give you this information. What do you, what do you want to know? Well, look, I mean, I, I heard that you got sick. Yeah. I heard you got the uh, the COVID nineteen. I did, yeah. And I wanted to ask you about your experience there, like if uh, if it made you, uh, if you're humbled by the experience, or what was that experience like? Uh, well, I'm still going through it now. I'm still coughing a little bit. It was pretty tough. I um, you know, I had fever for a little bit. It was pretty uh -huh. dramatic to see a positive test, you know. Uh, but ultimately, you know, I'm glad that I survived. Just grateful, feeling grateful now. You know, uh -huh. let me yeah. ask you a question. When I was a child, yeah. I got the flu, right? And so yeah. I was, yeah. uh, I was about uh, 10 years old. I got the flu and I got 104 fever. And my mom says to me, Steve, Steve, you're, you're sweating bullets, right? And I yeah. said, mom, mom, look, I don't feel well. I don't think I can go to school today. Okay. So right. then my mom says, right. look, you got to right. go to school. Right. You got to go to school because learning is important. So then I said, well, I don't feel like I'm up to it. I don't feel like I got the right kind of health yeah. requirements. Yeah. And I don't want to put these other yeah. children at risk, right? So I'm sitting there, I'm coughing, I'm sneezing, I'm sweating. I can't smell anything on account of the 104 fever, yeah. right? So and cool. I turn I, on do, the do, TV. Yeah, yeah. Do you mind if I interrupt you or? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm trying to figure out when the glass shatter seems to be kind of random. It's random. Yeah. Well, are you just telling me a story about being It felt like you asked me about me being sick with a deadly virus and then you just talked about when you had a mild flu when you were a kid do you are you do you have any response to my sickness yeah you, you know like you asked me well, about it i mean look i'm just spinning the tail man i'm a storyteller i'm just trying to relate to you i'm trying to let oh, you know that okay. i've been through I'm the sorry. same I, thing i was being rude i was being rude i was being any other questions for me i'm sorry yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so i mean look look we, we're both we're both podcasters right we both got right. this medium right we both got this platform right, 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 right how did you decide that you wanted to get into podcasting okay yeah no good question um well mainly because i was um not booking acting parts and uh -huh. so, uh, you know uh i was like what do i do with all this time i got a lot to say and it felt like another medium to have myself be heard but how i specifically got into wrestling podcasting is uh i noticed i was talking to all it's actually an interesting story i noticed i would <coughs> I'd, I'd go to audition rooms and sit there and be talking to other comedians about wrestling and so that's why i thought of comedians are wrestling this will be the conversations comedians are happening about wrestlers you About know? 10 years ago, I was walking around uh, my apartment in uh, Santa Monica, California. Yeah. And uh, my wife says to me, uh, you know, you're just gibbering to yourself. You're just talking to yourself, walking around. The dogs don't care about it. Moolah don't care about it. And she said, you should put it on, put it on a radio. You should get your radio show. And I said, I don't listen to the damn radio. I got my, I got my sports talk radio I listen to, and I got my hunters, uh, uh, you know, video blogs that I watch on, on YouTube, right? Uh, and it never occurred to me that I could do something like, like podcasting. So I decided to jump into it. Right. And it's been such a, a learning experience for me, you know. So it, I, so I don't know uh, what you're talking. I got to be honest. It feels like you just want to hear yourself. I asked you a question and then I'm giving you my response. Yeah, but you're, we're not having a conversation even, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, mm. with all due respect, you know. All right. No, I get it. I get How about it. we t like ask me one of these questions you have for me and then let's kind of stay on that topic. You know what I mean? All right. What's your favorite food? My favorite 
I love Chinese food because it's got the right, it's got that umami flavor, right? It's got, it's not sweet, it's not salty, it's not sour, it's somewhere in between. So I love Chinese food, especially like Sichuan chicken. I love spicy foods. I love the sweat. Goes down good with a with a Stone Cold Steve Austin IPA from El Segundo Brewing okay, Company. Okay, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. You didn't even let me say my favorite food. What's my favorite food? What did I say? You said Chinese food. All right. Do you have any more questions for me? Uh, yeah. What time is oh, it? I got. Cold. I lost my watch. What time is it? Yeah, what I don't have my I lost my I don't have my watch. I just need <laughs> to know what, what time it is. You called me to know what I time it is. I got an appointment. Yeah, I got an appointment. Yeah, it's three so thirty-three. I was born at ten fifteen a.m. in Abilene, Texas. All right, so called. You gotta go. So called. <laughs> I gotta hang up on you, Stone Cold. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Yeah, so, uh, all right. It so. right. won't let me hang up on him. Hold on. Wow. All right. Anyway. Take his Skype call. And- it's a huge star for the podcast. So, I, I, I honestly, I'm okay with, you know. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Stone Cold, thank you for calling me. It's nice to hear from you, but Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about SmackDown quick before we get out of here, okay? Mm-hmm. couple points about SmackDown, which I enjoyed. This was the new, actually the New Year's Eve show, if you guys remember. Um, I'll say this. Um Oh, actually, I had another question about random question about uh, 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 Legends Night. By the way, can yo can can we keep doing Tatanka or what? <laughs> yeah, I think Joey Clift, friend of the podcast, confirmed that he is actually a member of a tribe. And- wow, that's a relief. I'm glad I asked that. Okay, yeah. great. And that his yeah, colors, confirmed. yeah, the stuff that he wears is in line with his tribe's Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. never knew that. I just assumed he was culturally appropriated white guy. Yeah, he is well, that's a fair assumption to make usually. Tatanka is the rare case of a wrestler being culturally appropriate. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, you heard it here, folks. All right, I love that. That's beautiful. All right, all right, let's talk about SmackDown. So a couple things. I want to say, uh, uh, before we get into the rain stuff, I just want to say a couple smaller things. Watching Bianca Belair on SmackDown, by the way, her and Sasha next to each other, uh, both in blue, both the blue dabadidabadas. I was like, that's a cool tag team. Sasha and uh, Sasha and Malia is a great tag team. But uh, <laughs> Sasha, I love the Sasha and Malia. Oh, it's I Sasha love and Malia oh, uh, and the Secret <laughs> Service. And, uh, no, but Sasha and Bianca. <laughs> They, uh, 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 I love Bianca. She was wearing, she's wearing all like blue with the blue lipstick looked fire. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. she looked really cool, but I was saying Bianca Belair. There's really no excuse for, I tweeted this. There's no excuse for Bianca Belair to not have a huge 2021. So let's right. beginning of the year. Let's say this, like I'm putting this, it's, it's up to Vince. If, if he wants her to be have an awesome year or not. He could book her as really boring booking all year, or he could book her to be great. Like, she took over the Rumble this year. She could win the Rumble, uh, or, you know, she could just have a big Rumble night and then go into a really awesome feud with Charlotte. Um, That's not even four titles, because I actually think the answer in the women's division is get over without the titles, you know, because they're too leaned on in the women's division. Um, And, and, uh, yeah, set her up for maybe Becky's first feud when she comes back. Like, who knows? I just think that she's ready to rock. Like, you know, we see too many of these stars, like the Aleister Blacks. I mean, it's countless. Bobby Roode's 
too many wastes, so much wasted potential. And I think Bianca is gonna be a, wa- a wasted potential in WWE. Is my opinion. I think that's gonna it's gonna happen. And I want to call it out now. This is the moment to push her. You know. Yeah. She. I mean. I don't know how much better and like physically stronger someone would have to be to get the push that she deserves. But like, right. yeah, like when I mean, she, she's got it all. When she military presses somebody, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. She's her, very strong. Jeez. Her, her, mm-hmm. her attitude is infectious. She, her, her look, look is great. Like, Oof. yeah. So what good. else? What else is needed? Yeah. She's yeah. great. She's talented. She's athletic. She's hot. She's great. She's good. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, small thing. A couple, like, let's go to Gear Corner for a little bit. Ah, uh, Gear Corner. <laughs> Otis was wearing a singlet this week that really made him look good. Yeah. Like, it, he had this, like, it made him look jacked and, like, perfectly framed him where he looked like a real, like, main eventer, I thought. Yeah. Um, I was boring because it just was, like, it was, like, kind of, like, default player one. <laughs> Right, right. Create a wrestler. You haven't changed any of the settings yet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I was like, then he started doing the like, oh yeah, like all that, and I was like, cut that out. You look like a mill right now, dude. Let's right. have him like you already lost. Like I'm like, and then then him and Daniel Bryan did a like essentially a butt fuck joke. Yeah, um, that was that was wild. That was like, wow. I was like, how? Why? I don't know. I know why. Because to them. Vince thinks it's hilarious, right? And I think they also think it is so funny. They probably thought it was hilarious. It's like, it was like 1978. Like, like a movie where it's like, it was like Austin. It's like, it literally was a fucking uh, AP. It was like, you know, where like, and like, it's funny because Austin, you're like, you see him through a keyhole, and it's like it looks like he's fucking the couch, you know. Right, but he's right. like, mm-hmm. my my zipper's stuck, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> I can't even do. I can't do Austin Powers. Can that I was a really Austin great Powers? Austin Powers. Wait, wait. I I think I might be able to do it. I just have to think. I don't remember what he sounds like. Should we shag now or shag later? No, can't do it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> that like that. that. I don't terrible. like that. That was awkward. Can we Ooh. edit that out, Phil? Or can we? No. no, it's already in there. Oh, it's already in there. It's locked we in. All right, let's lock it in. We don't edit. <laughs> um, just shit. Um, anyone else want to give try a Austin Powers quick? No. Mm-mm. Okay, that's Mm-mm. good. That's smart. That's yeah, smart. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do oh Austin no. Powers. Ready? Yeah. Uh, you want to hit the music so I can get to get in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to? Uh, yeah. Uh, who does number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's oh, that, hell, that's yeah. Austin. Oh my, that's no, that's Austin Stone Cold Steve Austin Powers. Evacuation complete. <laughs> oh my God, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin Powers. <laughs> oh my God. Oh hell yeah! Does that make you horny, baby? I'm making you horny, and that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold Austin Powers said so. Yeah. How does it feel, babe? Oh, there's a frill, COVID's <laughs> fucked up my voice so bad. Oh my god! I was reading my uh, my uh, voiceover audition to Erin the, mm-hmm. the yesterday. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. I she think you really nailed what they were looking for. He was impressed, but we can't say because I signed the NDA. What it is? So mm-hmm. this is uh, what they call a mark dead end. <laughs> that story went nowhere. 
But we can't edit, so it's staying in. All right, fun fact. Ziggler and Bobby Roode are called the Dirty Dogs, and they have a title shot. Beautiful. And boy, oh boy, does that, does that work or, no, or what? Yeah. Those two the guys is the, the Dirty Dogs? Fully works. Perfect. <laughs> I said this to Ziggler. I, I like, you know, friend of the podcast. I... I, the the only thing that would make him better, and I think it's even you messaged him this, especially no, I said it to him the last time he did the pod back before, oh, before oh, the yeah. end of the world, and uh, um, I was like, I just wish you could like show up in like a fucking T bird smoking a cigarette and just like mm-hmm. flick it out, and again he was like, man, I wish you could do that too, and I think like as like <laughs> as yeah. like the dirty dogs, like somebody needs to just be smoking a cigarette or like kicking, like they open up the, and the, all these like beer cans fall, yeah, out. littering, like, full on. <laughs> just sarasota so uh two things this dirty dog shirt is so fire I I was think. Gonna, can we buy the dirty dog okay i have a, i actually have i have a cow exclusive piece of information okay which i've confirmed with ziggler that i'm allowed to say on this podcast wow, oh, wow. okay that dirty dog shirt it will be not available on WWE really? shop uh, ziggler and rude just made those shirts themselves this they're, is an amazing, amazing T-shirt, yeah, by the like, way. Uh, I, I don't think wow. – I think that you could infer from that, from what he said, is that I don't think WWE is calling them the Dirty Dogs. They're just doing that themselves. Yeah. And so <laughs> Ziggler cut a promo in, during SmackDown where he goes, we're just two Dirty Dogs. And I think he just <laughs> threw that in and made the shirt. Perfect. I'll, one last comment, and then I want to talk about Roman Reigns. Because uh, I, I purposely don't want Roman Reigns to dominate all the SmackDown conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay, Big E. I, I just kind of – I like that he's the IC champ and he's getting a push. But, like, does it feel like he should be just in the heavyweight title picture already? Like, yeah. I'm just kind of like – I'm like – I'm kind of like, yo, I get what you're trying to do. But, like, the IC title – the IC title is more it, – it doesn't have – it's just – when Sami Zayn had it, I thought he did a nice job with it. But I, I, Big E feels like a guy who needs – he really needs, like, a real push. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. I know they're not going to take the title off of Reigns, but it feels like because they're not willing to put the title off of Reigns, they gave him the IC title as opposed to, like, he's an IC champion. He's already had the IC title. Like, it's his time, you know? So I hope he gets it, and they still give him a few with Reigns as the IC champ. Because, you know That'd what I mean? Cool. And then that, I think that would be the way to go. All right. Let's talk about Roman Reigns, okay? Um, so, uh, he opens the show, okay? The dude is in a fucking great, a great zone. His heel work was completely on point. Him talking about 2020, he comes out, I mean, he's continually impressing me, being like, yo, 2020 was a tough year for everyone. He's trying to be like, yo, happy new year to everybody. He's pulling the thing that's like, yo, I'm being like your gracious champion. This is how you lead. This is how you lead this company. But everything he said is like, is like backhanded compassion or whatever, where it's like, yo, uh, I know you all had a tough year, but like, if you're a champ like me, you're the head of the table, you know, you make it work. (laughs) And he's like, basically being like, yo, my 2020 was sick. I know yours suck, but mine <laughs> Sorry was sick. for you. <laughs> yeah, which I think is like really the nuance of it is so good because – the and then he's like talking about Heyman. Heyman doesn't even speak. 
And he's like talking about Heyman like a wounded animal that Brock ditched, that he resuscitated and gave a job to. He's been so wrong. But it's like, it's not his mouthpiece. As a matter of fact, Heyman is just like his, I don't know, decoration? Yeah. His Special counsel. Yeah. yeah, he only only speaks when he but needs to. Barely speaks, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I thought that's awesome. And then Roman, who beat the shit out of Jey Uso, is now somehow his biggest advocate, Jey Uso. He's like, yo, everybody thought you were just a fucking tag team wrestler. But, like, I saw you and I knew that you were great, you know? And then the next part of Roman that I thought was really cool, and this is the only real new kind of takeaway from this week, was Roman justified. You guys know I love a justification, okay? Mm -hmm. See, the thing is this. Roman had... The gold glove. He justified why he has it, which for, has been a topic of conversation in the cow group. And what he said was, he said, and this is what Roman said. He said, everything that I touch turns to gold. You know, everything I touch. So that's why I wear the gold glove. Okay, hold on. I'm getting a call. Another one? This number, I don't know. It's not Stone Cold's number. Hold on. Oh, we will edit this out because I got to edit anyway because of the Ziggler dead end. Oh, hello. Wow. Hello. 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 Diane Black. Diane Black. It's me, Alex Jones. Oh, oh my God. My Alex God. Jones. What? Oh, I got to stop it. Wait, what is this? Oh, my God. This is terrible. What is this music? It's Hooster Do, baby. This is a terrible generic rock song. We haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, I've been hiding out. I've been in a bunker this whole time. After you got deplatformed. I got deplatformed, and now I have to hide in a bunker. I've been assuming another. Uh, I've been telling people I'm Bill Hicks. Right. Oh. You're Bill Back Hicks? Back from the dead. Yeah, I've been okay. pretending to be Bill Hicks. It's quite a pretty penny I've been making. Wait. All right. So, Alex Jones, why are you huh? calling me? I was just trying to get into Roman's Golden Glove situation here that he, he was talking about, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, well, look, I have, my, I have one of my contacts in the NSA tap your phone, so I was listening in. And I knew that you were talking about Roman Reigns, and I have some earth-shattering news. I got all the papers here. I got all the reports. I got to talk to the top officials here. Wait, what about, the, about Roman's Golden Glove? About the Golden Glove! About the Golden Glove. It's not just a Golden Glove. That glove was melted from the Golden Calf from the Bible. You got to understand Vince McMahon is obsessed with biblical and occult figures and he steals these things like, uh, like, you know, what's that Dan Brown book? The, uh, uh, I don't read. I don't really read. I can't read. What's the name of that book? The Da Vinci Vinci Code. Code. He has all these stuff from the Vatican and that was melted down and it's actually been imbued with the powers of Moloch, which is an ancient Sumerian God that he worships. Vince McMahon worships this God. Okay. I'm looking to verify it. It's all verified. I got oh, uh, all right. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Alex, 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 Alex. Can we rein you in a little bit here? Oh, yeah. What's up? You are c- claiming. Okay. Uh, 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 you, are, you are claiming that the Roman Reigns glove is not just a kind of like a, I don't know, like a, a kind of a silly excuse slash metaphor justification for wearing a glove that's kind of a cool color. You know, you're saying it's like a deeper, almost, I don't know, uh, uh, what, what's the implication here? That it, it, What does it do? Like, it, what, what is he trying to, what is he trying to do? Like, send a message? It points directly to the fact that Vince McMahon 
of the WWE is a high magistrate in the order of the ancients, the precursor to the Templars. And what they do is they steal ancient artifacts and they melt them down. And he gave it to Roman Reigns as his golden child. And that glove can open up the door to Idrisil into Valhalla so they can sit at the table of warriors without having to die a warrior's death. This is all verified information. This look, I'm not, not insane. I'm completely I, insane. Way, but can I, you look, stop I'm right. me, me, like my, my, you guys can't see my Gmail inboxes. There's emails just flooding in here. Yeah. You're saying, all right, so you're saying the Thunderdome is is some kind of government shelter for the, something to do with the pandemic? What are you talking about here? Everybody in the Thunderdome is actually sitting inside of a FEMA camp right now with government Wi-Fi. And what you actually see is a, uh, an extraction of their souls and put into a digital mainframe. Kind of like what Google's working on right now. They want to put their brains into this mainframe computer and transcend the disease of the human race. Yeah, okay. I don't understand anything oh, you're wow. saying here. So the Thunderdome's not just a, a, a... And you said something about here. Something with Ron DeSantis, Vince McMahon, and the Thunderdome. Uh, 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 and a super pack. Yeah, everybody that's everybody that's allegedly died of COVID. Uh, I don't know if you could hear my dick fingers there. COVID. Dick. Oh my god. All right. Everybody that's allegedly died, their souls have been extracted and downloaded into a digital mainframe, and they are trapped in the Thunderdome. Okay. They're trapped. They're trapped in the Thunderdome. Oh, Made no. they are enthralled by the digital powers of the WWE universe. Yeah, and you said that's why oh, they wow. moved from USA to Fox for more to reach more minds. Exactly. So they can erase people's minds and replace them with the New World Order's agenda. Look, if you want more like contextual information, just listen to Jericho's podcast. He's got all oh, the right yeah. information. He's you know, he's got these people on, they're completely stupid and insane, but yeah. you know, he doesn't push back at all. And it's a good platform for people to get their stupid ass ideas out there, but it's good. You can should listen to it. It might wake you up a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's funny you brought that up. I actually I see this. He had David Weiss on Jericho's podcast. A lot, he's getting a lot of controversy. David Weiss of the Flat Earth podcast returns yep. to talk about conspiracies of 2020, which includes COVID-19 to QAnon and, of course, the Flat Earth. He shares yep. his thoughts on the pandemic and why it's not a real pandemic. This is Jericho's episode today. I'm just curious what you think Great. about this and what he thinks about the vaccines and the vaccine process, depopulation theories, and the Great Deception. Well, let me ask you a question. What do you think is more likely? What do you think is more likely? Right. That the earth is flat, right. right? That the earth is flat. This is a fake pandemic. 5G gives you cancer and controls your mind. Uh, 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 you know, the vaccines are going to turn you into pig men like Kevin Owens born under the Montauk Bay, right? What's more likely, that or that David Weiss and all these other conspiracy theorists are very alone and afraid and possibly have suffered some sort of trauma and they're trying to fill their lives with empty promises of some sort of forbidden knowledge because it gives them a sense of control over their otherwise pathetic lives what's more likely to you okay um just all right, it's distracting when you eat a steak in between these bits. i'm hungry damn it that's a huge steak it's 72 you ounce. You're, you're, it looks like you're peppering some kind of product it looks like salt but it looks thicker what are you putting on the top of that steak what i'm putting it's uh it's uh 
fly it's fly agate mushroom powder it protects your brain and it oxidizes your blood so that the illuminati can't get in there and control your thoughts but look what's more likely answer my question what's more likely that, the that, second the latter the latter oh you think likely. it's so possible that the yeah. people who believe in these conspiracy theories are really just trying to uh, uh, interpret a realm outside of their limited intellect as a conspiracy because it's easier for them to deal with the fact that they can control something if somebody else is in charge than the fact that they're uh, they're lives are completely out of control and they're not happy you think that's more likely i do yeah oh well and the way you said it makes me think that deep down you also believe that that well you're telling me you're telling me that these guys are estranged from their wives they don't talk to their kids anymore they're deeply deeply depressed stuff that happened this is true stuff about they have bouts of of sobbing unrelated to any kind of stimulus right or is it that the earth is flat and lives on the back of a turtle what do you think? Uh, I, I think it's the first. It's the former in this, in this case. Well, then I'm afraid you're, you're much farther gone. Where are you today? It sounds like you're, I'm hearing a lot of chanting in the back there. I am, I've burrowed a hole under Bohemian Grove, and I am sitting under the owl god right now, <laughs> okay. hiding out so that the, the, uh, the, the uh, Clinton Foundation doesn't find me and do me like they did Epstein. Okay, let me tell you. Okay, listen. Let me, Alex Jones, let me ask you one last question. It's a wrestling podcast, and listen, I can't pick up your calls here. I can't put you on speakerphone on the pod here like this. It's over Skype. If you, uh, 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 and I can't, I don't know, I can't block my Skype from you, it seems to be. But uh, if you don't say something about wrestling, what do you think of Legends Night? What I thought about Legends Night is, is, is the following, all right? Randy Orton. Just say, did you like the show? Was the I'm getting good? To it. Let's not overcomplicate this. Okay, Look, I'm getting on. to it. I'm getting to it. All right? All right. All right. Look, when Randy Orton, right, was harassing those legends, all I could think about is how he burned the fiend <laughs> right. as a sacrificial lamb to the ancient Sumerian god of madness, Yab Sagoth, because he worships at the altar of the New World Order, just like everyone else in the WWE. Why do you think the A looks like the Eye of Horus? All right? That's what I thought about Legends, Matt. It's a distraction from the Great Awakening. And okay. if you don't wake up right you gotta now, go. All right, you're going to be crying just like me Alex over my Jones, 72-ounce okay. steak. Alex Jones, thanks for coming by here. I don't know. I, I feel like I gotta, you got to go because the longer you stay on here, the more irresponsible it feels. You, all right? Goodbye. Okay. Sorry about Thank that, you. guys. Well, I mean, we were just trying to talk about, you know, how it's going. But listen, guys, I think we covered it all this week. A nice week in pro wrestling. I think that uh, 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 the Legends Night was I'm excited for me to watch the Royal Rumble and then also where the title shot's kind of a throwaway normally. Like, to see the fact that it's going to be Drew Goldberg, that seems fun to me i like it um also we might see brock show up there which means he won't win the rumble because i'm trying to avoid brock winning the rumble because i just think it's irrelevant like i love brock i want brock to come back but him winning the rumble is just it's a it's a missed spot for another guy who could win the rumble some guys need the rumble you know what i mean like randy doesn't need to win the rumble you know what i mean like randy doesn't even need the title you know what i mean so Drew needs the title. So let's get guys who need shit to get over. Like, this feels like another Ashinsuke year for someone. You know? Yeah. I mean, right off the bat, like, who would you guys? Who do you want to win the Rumble for for the men? 
the women it seems more obvious. Like there's great choices for them. Yeah. Like who would we, who should win the men's Royal Rumble this year? Are we assuming that the the person who wins would go against Drew? Yes. Okay. Uh, Keith Lee. Ooh. After last year, that would be a good a good pick. It, that is a great pick. Like yeah. Keith Lee winning the Rumble, it feels like that 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 would just like people think it's cool. People will be they'd be jazzed for it because like, like you know you'll and then have Roman versus like you know what what Brock or something. But I do think we see Drew. I actually think it's first Roman. Sorry. Oh, okay. I think we see Drew Brock Mania rematch, okay. right? Oh, right, interesting. Right. After a year. So I do think. So I think going, I think it's Roman. Because so Roman's really interesting because Drew the can fiend, get beat then. by some guys who can. Fiend? fiend? Rumble win? Yeah. Ooh. Roman or sweater break. <laughs> they were setting up for that, right? For a little yeah. bit. Hmm. Yeah. Fiend is, a, is an interesting choice. Number 30. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, who could Fiend is one of the only guys who could actually like beat Roman, but also could also interesting enough lose to Roman. You know, yeah. the I mean, The Rock is the best pick for Roman. Uh, I just don't actually mm. think that's gonna happen. But if I God, did, I it would, would be it. I would, I would so risk much. if I would go if it's in Florida, I'd fly there and get COVID to go. <laughs> it's actually kind of reckless of The Rock to do this match because I I would yeah. go get COVID again. Right, well, personally, had COVID yeah. already. You've had COVID already. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be kind of reckless, but I do think Roman, you can have some issues like edge Roman could be pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's not like my favorite thing, right, but right, right. it could be good. Can, have we seen Orton reigns? I mean, didn't they purposely recall. avoid it by yeah. having drew get the title back? Yeah. That feels like that might be leading like Orton reigns. Uh, could be, but I mean, I guess they're both kind of heels, but like Horton kind of is a tweener always, right? Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it more as we get closer, but we're uh, three weeks away from the Royal Rumble, which wow. is fucking insane. That's crazy. Boy, oh boy, did the time fly. Everybody, thank you for listening to Cal. I'm, I'm sorry for all the interruptions uh, of, of uh, Stone Cold popped in and kind of was a little aimless there. Uh, new, uh, uh, Alex Jones was a little aimless and Stone Cold. Uh, Sean was kind of distracting with his Shawn Michaels popped in. He doesn't really know how to prank. That was really odd. But uh, I think Aaron really saved it with a great special report about Cardi B Thank and the excitement you. we can get there. Um, I would say my choice for the women's world, Rumble, by the way, would be Ronda Rousey. Personally, wow. I love that's Ronda a standing. Rousey. That's a standing <laughs> wish. Yes. But everybody, thanks for listening to Cal this week. Remember, by the way, Follow, uh, support this podcast. If you dig it, you dig what we're doing in 2021. We're upgrading everything. We're upgrading the show. We turned it into a YouTube show. Uh, so follow our YouTube and become a patron. The best way to support us, patreon.com slash wrestling. Never asking for handouts. We're hustling, working hard, giving you tons of bonus content. We have more and more plans for 2021. Uh, even stuff you don't see. So when you, The way you tell us, like, yo, keep doing what you're doing, the way you say "give me more" is because I come into Patreon. Feed me more. We're talking about a couple dollars a month. It's really not a lot of money, uh, but um, I also you can't do it. You can't do it. These are tough times, and that's why this episode is always free. You can always enjoy us. If we can have you escape for a minute of twenty of these of of this pandemic, I know it. I've had COVID. People are getting sick, you know, and uh, we're we're happy to be here for you. So, um, also follow my Instagram at Dan Black Attack and my Twitter at Dan Black Attack. Follow the Cow Podcast 
at COW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the YouTube, the Comedians Wrestling Podcast YouTube. And also, one last thing for you guys is uh, Nick Tulo's got his Twitch stream, which he's launching this week. If you want to, he's watching uh, wrestling on there. And uh, I think he's watching AEW NXT tonight, if you're listening to this right away. Uh, he's probably watching SmackDown on Friday. So if you want to hang with Tulo and uh, watch, that's a nice compliment to the pod. Check it out. Go check out his Twitch channel. It's uh, at Tiptoe with Tulo. Uh, sweet. And uh, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Comedians of wrestling. I listen on Thursday when I go home.